You're listening to Manifest Magic with Karina Dharma, your host. I am your manifestation witch, spiritual business coach, and mindset mentor. My mission is to help you manifest and create the life and business of your deepest dreams and desires, a life that encompasses spiritual growth, ultimate happiness, and pure abundance. You've been divinely guided here for a reason, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Manifest Magic with Karina Dharma. I'm so excited today because I am bringing on a guest speaker to talk to you guys all about a really interesting topic. Um, I don't know where exactly this might go, but we have some things that we want to share with you in terms of business, life transformation, and Sierra and I actually have a really cool story on how we met, and I'm so excited to bring her on today. She's one of my good friends. She is also a coach, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. So I'm so excited to have you here, Sierra. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on, Karina. I know we've had so many deep conversations and we've always talked about wanting to bring them to your podcast. So the day is finally here to share the word. And I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. Um, so yes, thank you for introducing me. My name is Sierra Nicole and I am a travel and transform coach. So I have been in business now for about a year and a half and have experienced so many shifts along the way. And as of right now, I am just focusing on really using travel as a way to help people transform their lives, really because it's done so, so much for me and my transformation. And I feel like it's been the best teacher. So that's what I'm doing. I am originally from California and currently living in Mexico for now and seeing where else the world takes me. So that's a little bit about who I am for y'all. Amazing. I love that intro. Thanks so much for giving us a little background. Um, I'd love to know how exactly did you get into travel and transformation coaching, if you'd like to share a little bit about that. Yes. So long story, as short as possible. Um, it all started with a broken bone. I broke my collarbone unexpectedly at a Raider game. Shout out to any Raider fans out there. And um, at the time, I was working at a corporate job, kind of doing the nine to five thing, trying to get promoted. Um, and then my whole world just came crashing down, literally. And I had to get surgery and was out of work for four months. And during this time, I really had time to sit with myself and think, what, what do I want? What do I want to do? And at this point, I had never traveled. I never left America, but I saw all these people doing it. And I was like, I really want to travel. I want to get out there and find myself. And I ended up coming across teaching English abroad and went to Thailand, taught English there for a year, traveled Southeast Asia. Like I said, learned so much about myself and the world from this experience. And while I was there, I started a blog, which introduced me to the online space that led to me learning about coaching. And I moved back during the pandemic to the United States um, to build my coaching business, got NLP certified, built my coaching business. And then in about a year, moved to Mexico. And that brings me to where I am now. So that's a, a couple years really just smushed down into a couple minutes for you. 
Amazing. Yeah, such a powerful story. I absolutely love that. And I think that's how me and you ended up connecting was, yeah, when we ended up just bumping into each other on the plane coming back from Colombia. And I find it so crazy that the universe brought us together in that way and that we both have such similar stories of being in coaching and also, you know, kind of starting out at the beginning of the pandemic as well, which is super cool. Yeah, it was really like gives me the chills thinking about the first time we met on the plane. You guys, literally, we were sitting on the same plane. We were living in the same place in Mexico, but didn't even know each other. We had mutual friends. And she ends up like giving me a compliment on my hair or something. And then I complimented her hat. And then we decided to sit next to each other. And five hours later, we had the whole plane ride done. And it was just these amazing conversations to really connect us. And I really do believe that like the universe places everything you need right in front of you. And that was like the beginning of a really good friendship and also just like leaning on each other in business and learning and growing from each other too. So it was just perfect alignment. I loved it. Yeah, I know. I'm so grateful to the universe for bringing us together. And yeah, our deep chats were amazing. I loved how much we had in common. And yeah, it was just so powerful and exactly why we're having this conversation today, because I feel like every time we have a chat or we meet for dinner, whatever it is, when I come to Playa or you come to Tulum, it's like we have these like deep, deep conversations. And we're like, I think it was the last time, like two weeks ago, we're like, we need to make a podcast episode on this. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited to get into some of the things we're going to talk about because that conversation we had over Instagram was just like you and I both said, it's things that need to get out, especially for people who are in business or just starting up in business. Like these are really good bits of knowledge that we've learned on our journey that we are excited to bring awareness around to all of you. Yeah, definitely. And going forward with that, I guess let's get into it. So I guess how the conversation between us opened up the last time was, I think you were expressing to me that you're kind of going through like this change and transformation. Um, So yeah, if you want to tell us a little bit about that, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So when I first started business, I had this idea of what I wanted to do. And I was really gung-ho about it. I put a lot of time and effort into it. I created this program, loved it, served a lot of people with it. And then I began working with coaches, you know, developing myself, working on myself. And I started to change for the better. And as I started to change, I started to disconnect with some of the the things that I was doing in my business. Um, some of the practices or just some of the ways that I did things. Because as we grow and change, you know, our businesses we can outgrow them, if you will. So what I was doing is I was growing at this different level than my business. And I felt like I was really tied to what I started with originally. And I had this idea in my head that like, you got to pick one thing and you got to run with it. And you know, that old kind of belief in society that you have to have like one job and do that forever. And so I thought I had to have one thing and just do this forever. And I had put so much time into it and had so much success with it, but I just wasn't connected with it anymore. And so I was at this place like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? You know, like I, I I took so much time and effort and money to build this thing that I loved. And then I started not to love it anymore. And I was just at this point, like, what's next, you know? Mm, I totally resonate with you on that because I've also gone through my own pivot. Like I started out as a travel and a yacht crew coach. And I think we were talking about this. Like 
I also decided to switch into business coaching and it just feels so much more aligned with me now living the life I live in Mexico, helping other women, you know, inspire them to do what I'm doing. It's just so much more in alignment. And I had to kind of close the doors on my first mastermind and group coaching program where I was helping women travel and break into the super yacht industry. And I remember also feeling like, oh my God, like, am I giving up? Are the people that are following me for this niche going to think like, you know, I'm kind of like changing and, you know, giving up on them. And it was a scary thing. Right. And then once I pivoted, it felt so powerful because now I feel so much more in alignment. I have a group coaching program now that I'm running with just the most beautiful soul aligned woman. I'm actually teaching what I'm passionate about teaching and I can still do what I did with that previous course behind the scenes as like an e-course or something. But eventually, you know, it's not something I have to stick to forever. And like you, I think it's totally normal to pivot into something new as well. Like there's no no one kind of, you know, holding you in handcuffs saying that you have to do this for the rest of your life, like you said. Yeah. And I think for me, it was just really allowing myself to do that, allowing myself to let go of what I built. Like you said, you have to close the doors on the old things in order for new doors to open up. And I feel like I was kind of like one foot in and one foot out because I was like, eh, you know, holding on to that, that comfort and that security, because being an entrepreneur that really you don't have comfort and security. You know, it's very uncertain. It's very uncomfortable. And, and that's also part of the game and, and what makes it so exciting. But at the same time, it could be very uncertain and uncomfortable. So what I've learned is like, you really have to be all in on what you want and close the door on what you don't want or what no longer is aligned with you. Because if you keep trying with that old stuff, like it's not going to align anyways. And you're going to keep quote unquote failing because the universe is like, eh, that's, that's not you anymore. Like, are you going to listen? Are you going to move on? Are you going to keep trying to go back to what you thought, you know, was the way to success or what was right for you? So yeah, just really being able to like shut the door and start new, which of course, starting new things is scary and challenging, but on the flip side of that, it's also exciting and there's so much opportunity in it. So I think it really comes down to the perspective and the mindset that you have about it, you know? Mm, beautifully said. And I think that can apply to so many areas in life, like not even just our business, but our relationships, our hobbies, whatever we do. It's like such a beautiful thing you said, like if the universe is telling you, giving you signs that this is no longer your path, it's like, listen to that and lean into what feels empowering and what feels exciting, even though it might be scary and uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing too, that I have kind of reflected on that's been so hard in this process for me is, you know, when you build something, especially a business, it's, it's literally like an extension of you, right? You put so much, like I said, time and effort and money into this and you work with people and you help people and it's an extension of you. And letting go of that is literally like letting go of a part of yourself, like a, like an ego death or a death and rebirth cycle, if you will. So I think the letting go for me like felt so hard because I was literally letting go of a piece of me, but it's like, you have to like let go of those pieces. And, and like we were saying, like clear out so that you can fill that space in with the new stuff, but you can't have both. Like you can't have the feet in and out of the door. You've got to do that full death and in, in order to have the rebirth, you know, have, did you experience something similar when you were 
pivoting? Yeah, 100%. And I feel like I'm still kind of in it a little bit because I do still have like part of my audience like reaching out to me for my old niche. Um, And I do have like that course going on behind the scenes, but I'm kind of giving myself like till the end of the year to like kind of like close the doors on that and just fully be like, okay, that's it. Like part of me was still thinking, okay, I can hire like a Facebook ads person to promote like this ebook that I wrote because like you said, I put so much time and effort into this. Last year in January, um, I ended up like spending a few weeks just writing this book and, you know, I made a lot of sales with it made passive income. And of course, like I know that I could still make more money with it. But the thing is, if I put my energy into that, then it's taking away from the new projects I want to work on, like my business mastermind, my retreat planning that I want to do, my book that I'm going to be writing. There's so many things. And you know how it is as an entrepreneur. It's like you're working on all of these projects. And I feel like at least like my Monday, it's already done. And I'm like, I haven't even finished everything I wanted to do, but like in a good and exciting way, because I have so many things that I'm working on. So I know that I have to let go of what no longer is serving me, what no longer feels aligned. And it's scary because I know that I can make money in that niche as well, but it doesn't feel like the niche that I need to be stepping into. So yeah, I don't know if you're experiencing something similar as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So two things came up for me there. Um, The first was this idea of impact over income. So being an entrepreneur, right? Like this is our job. This is how we make money. Like, of course, there's the focus on bringing in income because that's how we live. That's how we pay our bills. And that's how we also grow our business so we could serve more people. Right. But what I found is in my journey, whenever I was focused too much on the income or the money, I wasn't focused on the impact I was making or the people. Right. And, you know, impact over income, people over profit, like all of these kind of phrases to really help me realign with the fact of this is like what I'm doing for a bigger purpose. And yes, the money comes with it. But I think when we focus too much on the profit or the income, like the intentions aren't pure. And so we don't get the things that we want because in reality, like what we're trying to do is help people and make impact. So if we could shift our focus to the impact and the people instead of the income and the profit, for me, I found that that's what's helped me have success. But again, in the space of being in a pivot, like your income is very uncertain. So you could start having those like fears creep up again of like, okay, I'm in a pivot right now. Like, I don't know where the income's coming in and that can make you want to jump back to what you were doing before. But it's like, you just have to trust that if you focus again on the impact and the people, the income and the profit's going to come, right? But you have to trust and trusting and faith in the unknown, super freaking scary, right? But also like brings out, brings about the best results. So yeah, that's, that's what came up with me when you talked about that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I felt the same thing. I was like focusing, I was exactly what you explained. Like during that pivot I had like six months ago, I was like, oh my God, like I got to still keep both. And I literally, what you said, I had like one foot in, one foot out. It's like, I wasn't clear. And then I decided like, I got to cut the cord on this and just go all in. Um, So now it just feels so much better. And even just 
you know, knowing that even if we did put a lot of time, money, and effort into a project. So, like, let's say I wrote this ebook, I did this first program. Same with you. You know, you did a program that you're no longer um, focusing on. Let's say that's okay. Like that was literally us working on our business, us growing, us still helping people. And as we evolve and grow, so do our offers, so do our programs, so do the things that we do in life. Like we're never going to be stuck doing one thing. And I think releasing the pressure that we have to do that one thing because society ingrains that into us for everything in our life. um, That's when it just becomes easier for us to let go. Yeah, absolutely. And this idea too, that everything in life has expiration dates. Like if you think about like on milk, when you buy milk or food, right? There's like an expiration date. And what happens when you eat it past that? It's spoiled. It's not so great. And the same thing for cycles in life, relationships, right? Like you don't want to stay in that relationship that's past its expiration date. We all know what happens then. So you definitely want to move on from that. But like in business too, if we go past our expiration date, it's important that we're able to like close that door so we can really open the other one or buy the new fresh product or start the new fresh product. So I kind of like to think about that analogy when it comes to pretty much everything in life, like things show up for a reason, a season, a lesson. And once those things are learned from, we have to move on because life is always evolving. So we have to also evolve with it. Mm, totally agree. And that's how we grow. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about how, what you've been like releasing, like you said that you felt like you had a death and rebirth, I guess, if you want to share, like, what was it specifically that you felt like you were releasing in your business? And what is something new that you're, you're looking to work on? So I think the biggest theme of release work and, and shadow work, if you will, that I've been working on this past year is masculine energy and more, more so letting go of masculine energy, um, and stepping more into feminine energy. And for any masculine energy, females or males out there that operate heavily in this area, um, I thought in business, you had to grind and work hard and schedules and timelines and order and structure. And I thought that's the way that you had to do things because that's how I did everything my whole life. And what I realized for me personally was operating in that space was just a way of me trying to keep myself safe for me trying to keep myself from not having unexpected things happen. If I can control and, you know, manipulate and have all these things like in the way that I want them, then nothing will happen to me. But in reality, it's like what you're doing is you're blocking off from things coming to you that need to come to you when you're just like such in this place of like dominant masculine energy. And so I've been shifting to operating more from a feminine energy standpoint, even in the way that I do things in my life, like not having my Google calendar top to bottom color coded filled 24 seven. Like it was so hard for me to have one day, just nothing, but it was like a big step in letting go of that need for control. And, you know, my morning routine, I used to have this super strict morning routine and, you know, I've become more flowy with it. Like asking myself, like, what do I need today? Instead of like, okay, you got to wake up and do this and do that and do that. Like sometimes we force ourselves into things that just aren't meant for us, especially when we've outgrown them. So you know, using that feminine energy allows you to flow with 
what you grow, grow with the flow. That's funny. That's the name of my program. <laughs> it allows you to grow with the flow of things and really, you know, see what you need in that moment where you are in that point in your life. And with business too, again, using the feminine energy to think about like what I want to offer to people, how I can be fun and have fun and be creative and how I could try things. Like I'm a manifesting generator too in human design. So it's kind of my thing to like try things out, see if they work, if they don't try another thing. And so when I've started leaning into what I know from human design and also feminine energy, like that's what's allowed me to get more connected and create these new things in my business. So again, letting go of the masculine energy way of operating has been the biggest challenge slash lesson slash growth opportunity for me. Mm, Wow. I really feel like we're each other's mirrors right now because I totally resonate with you on that. I also, you know, grew up having like a really high masculine energy, um, you know, doing all things, scheduling, even the morning routine up until recently, I was like following a really strict morning routine. And lately I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to flow. So I love how you brought that up because, you know, maybe I'll meditate for five minutes. Maybe I'll meditate for 15. Maybe I won't like journal for 20 minutes today. Maybe I'll do it later in the day, right? Like, why do I need to have the schedule? Of course, schedules are important. You know, all of these things are important to be successful in your life and in your business, but it's really not the end of the world if we learn how to flow with life and really actually just have fun and experience things. Like you said, experiment, um, you know, not take our business so seriously. If we create one thing and then we decide to change it, like that's okay as well. Like nobody is going to come and, and arrest us, you know, like we're not going to get in trouble We're we're adults and we can make our own empowered decisions. And we can also really learn as women how to flow and step into that feminine energy, which I think is so important, especially because, you know, we're, we're really teaching that to ourselves now because we were never taught that in school or likely by our families or parents, whoever was around us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing you said, as you were explaining that something that came up for me was this idea of like allowing ourselves to change. For me, I was afraid of what people would think on social media because I had spent so much time like building this brand for myself. And then I'm like going over here and switching to this and switching to that. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm like jumping ship or that I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And like, to be fair, do any of us know what the heck we're doing? Just kidding. But (laughs) I was like, you know, letting that fear of what other people would think stop me from like stepping truly into who I was and who I wanted to be. And I think it's important to look at it as if you change so much and and show up in vulnerability and authenticity on social media with that change, what you're doing is you're allowing other people to do it too. Yes. You're allowing other people to say, oh, okay, like I've been in this job for three years and I really freaking hate it. And, you know, I see she's changing and dang, that means I could probably change too. Instead of, you know, both of us thinking that if we change and show it to the world, people are going to think X, Y, and Z about us. Like, why not be what you want to be and then inspire somebody to take that same course of action if it calls to them? So that's like the the flip that I had to make and, and really trust that if I'm just being authentic and vulnerable with the people that are following me, like, they're going to feel that. 
you know, they're going to feel that energy and that's going to be read a lot more than me just doing something that I don't align with anymore, you know? Mm, Totally feel that. And it's so interesting you bring that up because funny enough, I actually had a lot of people in my um, circle and my network say to me when they saw me pivot, when they witnessed, especially right recently when I've had my launch, I got a lot of, you know, compliments and messages of like, this is so aligned with you. Like, this is so you, this is what you're meant to be doing. Um, you know, I even had, you know, some people questioning what I was doing before. Like, is this something you're going to do forever? And it was almost like I started to feel less and less aligned with it. And I had that moment where I was scared, exactly what you said, like, what are people going to think? But I think it's so empowering when you can be that source of inspiration, when you can show others that there is literally power in the pivot is what I like to call it, right? Because we're always going to pivot as humans, as business owners, right? Like who's to say, I'm going to be a business coach for the rest of my life. Like I might do something different in a few years. Like you might do something different. You're probably not going to be a travel coach forever. Like who knows, right? But the beauty is to be open to that change and to show others that they're allowed to step into that as well, that whether that's with their nine to five job, leaving it, starting their own business or switching in their business, whatever that is. I think it's such an important thing to talk about in the space and to normalize the pivot as well. Absolutely. And that idea of like, or that question, is this something you're going to do forever? Like, I feel like that's such a daunting question. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's like, I don't freaking know. Like, yeah, it's not something I'm going to do forever. And like you said, we probably are both going to be bigger and better in the next couple of years and probably doing something totally different. And that that's okay. Like that's part of the cycles of life and this idea that life goes in cycles. And also this idea of like, we have a life where we can create whatever the heck we want. Like if you want to be a travel coach this year and want to go teach English abroad next year and want to go work with stocks the next year, like why not? Like this is our life to create our story to write. So for me, I think it's fun and freeing and cool to be able to do whatever the heck you want. And I think we as humans like box ourselves in so much to play it safe or to have that security when we have like a whole playground that we're like totally missing out on because we're just like building sandcastles in the corner. I don't know if that analogy makes sense, but that's like what's coming up for me right now. (laughs) I love that. I love all of your analogies. They're so great. Um, (laughs) Definitely agree. Um, And I love the point that you bring up about like people staying in a box. So I know that, you know, there's a lot of clients that I work with and even people listening to this podcast that might be still stuck in their nine to five, wanting to break free from it, wanting to start their own business. Um, do you have any advice for them based around that? And because you also had a similar, you know, background. How did you break free from that cookie cutter life, that box, that grind that you were in? And how did you get the courage and the confidence to do what you do now? Because I think that's a really important question to address as well for people who, you know, are in those beginning stages. Yeah. So Something I just read recently that really stuck with me um, was if you are in a nine to five job, like use it as much as you can to learn. So maybe you're in a job right now that you don't like and you're there because it's making you money. But like, how can you show up to that job every day and learn something like most corporate jobs have great training programs, sales programs, like 
all these different things, like show up every day and make the most out of it. Talk to people, network. Like even if you're practicing your networking skills, like you're going to need that if you eventually end up leaving, right? So utilize that that um, culture and the structure within that nine to five to learn and to expand yourself until you are confident enough or have the the skills to be able to step out on your own. And then also this idea too of focusing on something um, instead of trying to do like a million things. So I think we want to you know, try to find balance in our lives. Like I want to make sure I'm doing this and doing that and, you know, health gym and taking care of this and also working. And what I found is sometimes I need periods of just like straight up grinding on work and maybe my life isn't totally balanced. Like I'm not going out and doing social things. And at first I was trying to do everything at once. And what I found for me personally is like, I need to focus on an area, grind out a little bit, and then I get my time to like get back and focus on me. And it doesn't mean that I'm not you know, doing the self-care things in between, but it's like, I personally go through periods of grinding on work and then traveling a bit and then getting back and doing some things with work and then, you know, taking some time for myself. So I think it's important that if we're trying to start up a business or if we're trying to pivot a business, like we need to give that full focused attention to it. Um, and then the last thing, the courage to do it. I think there's a little bit of courage within all of us, right? Some people have different qualities and strengths than others, but I know that there is a sliver of courage within all of us. And I know that through our lives, society like dims that light, you know, telling us what to do or what we can't do. And, and some of us lose sight of that, but I just want to remind everyone that like, it's still in there and you have to be the one to activate it. Right. You can't sit and wait for society to like peel back the layers for you because they're the ones that freaking threw them on. So they're going to keep doing that. So it's like you have to be the one to reignite that light within you and find the courage because I promise it's there. But it's like going to come out differently for everyone. So like I said, whether it's using the nine to five grin to learn and to grow or, you know, creating that that focus, becoming obsessed with something and really putting your focus on it until you learn or whatever it is that hypes you up listening to Karina's podcast. Right. (laughs) Whatever it is that hypes you up, like do those things and peel back the layers to find what's already there. You don't got to go out and try to find courage. It's not for sale. Like it's in, it's, it's in you. So just find it, reconnect with it. Mm, so beautiful. I love that. And I think that is so important because a lot of people don't believe that they have that within them. So I think that's such a beautiful reminder to find that within you, to trust that, you know, if you're really feeling like you want to create something different for yourself, like Sierra and I have where, you know, we are creating our own business and growing that and, you know, It isn't a path that is for everyone, that is for sure. But if it's already calling to you and you know that you're made for more, like, you know, then it is the path that that is just so worth it. And yeah, what would you say about that? Like, I guess your experience with with entrepreneurship so far. Yeah. When you said it isn't a path for everyone, I made a note about that. I'm like, we need to chat about that. So (laughs) I think this is something we chatted about in our um, Instagram conversation as well. But okay. So for all of you guys out there trying to become coaches that have that like natural, innate ability to serve others and inspire others and motivate others, right? That is like a really core trait to starting your own coaching business. And you also have to become a business person, right? You also have to learn the sales and the marketing and the business and the strategy, because I think a lot of people, myself included, 
thought I would become a coach and change the world and help all these people. And then like, I got into the business side of things and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to market. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, in the face real hard. So becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a business owner, right, means that you have to learn business things. You have to be comfortable with sales. You have to be comfortable and vulnerable and enthusiastic with marketing, right? You have to learn how to do taxes and bookkeeping and accounting and all of these things that maybe you don't know. And that's okay, right? Because that's why there's people out there that can help you. That's why there's business coaches. That's why there's books and podcasts and all these different things that you could do to help you in that area. So hold on to what you know, the coaching, what you're natural at, and make sure that you prepare yourself with the people who can help you grow in the other areas so that you can learn those areas and become a true business owner because both are needed. And, and that would be my just kind of point of awareness because like I said, I had no idea about any of this stuff going in and um, learning about all of it has been really cool because like I can say that I'm a business owner and entrepreneur now and, and not just a coach. And I think that's really exciting. And also like, I think business kind of side note, but also not side note, business is like the biggest self-development journey. Would you agree? Mm, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I think that getting into business you have this idea of how things are going to go and you think you're going to be helping people. But in the same breath, like your business is helping you. Like you're helping people grow, but your business is also helping you grow. Like becoming an entrepreneur and the success and the failures and the ups and the downs and the twirls and the twists, like it helps you grow so much more than probably someone in a corporate job. So it's like the biggest opportunity to grow. And to, again, help others grow in the same breath. So it's like a win-win, really. Mm. <laughs> totally agree with that. I think that's exactly what we were talking about. And also like the fact that we both experienced travel as well. Like travel was one thing that helped me grow. And I felt like I always like to say like me traveling around the world was like more character building than even just going to university and working a nine to five. And then starting my own business was like another transformation. And this year alone and like being full time in my business, like what we touched on before, I feel like I personally experienced so many ego deaths, rebirths, and it's been a crazy ride. So yeah, I think you've experienced something so similar and it's just so important for, yeah, for people to know that if you're going to get into entrepreneurship, that one, it's not an easy path, but two, it is so rewarding if you actually are so passionate about, you know, the service and about creating something of your own. And, and really at the end of the day, just like doing something that, that lights you up and helps others. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important too, to know that just like the path isn't for everyone, the path is also not the same for everyone. And, um, knowing that in entrepreneurship, like I said, there is ups and downs. There's going to be months, maybe again, different for everyone, but there could be a month where you absolutely blow it out of the water. And then the next month you make $0. Like that's the truth for some people. And I think it's important to know that that kind of inconsistency can be there, especially within the first couple of years until you get a really nice solid foundation. And so you have to prepare yourself for that, like obviously financially, but also mentally. Something I experienced is like, letting go of this idea that like my business performance has to do with my worth. 
Like if I wasn't bringing in clients or bringing in the bucks, like that didn't make me any less worthy or less capable or less different. But because I had such great months and then the next month wouldn't be so great, I was like, oh my gosh, this means I'm a terrible coach. I'm just going to quit everything. And I'm like, no, like that's part of it, you know, and I'm still a great coach, whether I'm bringing in millions of dollars or zero dollars. And so I think it's important for people to remember that like our performance does not determine our worth right? We determine our worth and we are worthy with or without the money, the clients, the business. We're worthy just as we are. And and really, you know, accepting and owning that I think is important to keep your spirit strong in entrepreneurship. Mm, I love that you bring that up because literally the next point I had written down was like, I wanted to touch on the failures and the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. And you said it so perfectly because, you know, there it's, it's it is like a roller coaster in entrepreneurship and you got to buckle up and prepare you got to have the tough skin to know that your months are not going to be consistent especially when you're starting out and growing your business you know of course it's so easy to get glamorized by like ooh like get into coaching make 10k months 20k months make millions right but not everyone is is really equipped or ready for that as well like they think that it's going to be this like easy new quick get rich quick scheme. And, you know, especially me being a business coach, I have to be really careful with the kind of clients I work with because I have literally had women reach out to me who said, are you going to help me make 10K months? And I was like, you know, I, this isn't a, this isn't like a recipe that you're going to get that's going to solve your problem. Like it's not, what's the metaphor that I'm looking for? Like it's not going to, you know, be the pill, right? The magic pill. Like you have to put in the work and you have to be committed but also, like what you said, not get down on yourself when you have those inconsistencies. Um, so what would you say to like, yeah, anyone that I guess is looking for, you know, or th- kind of feeling down in their business right now, if they're not having that consistency or they're, you know, really, really kind of waiting, like, why is this happening to me? Why am I not getting more clients? Why am I not growing? Am I doing something wrong? Because we've both had our ups and downs. So maybe you can give us a little example. Like, did you have a moment where you felt like you were failing, like you wanted to throw in the towel, you wanted to give up? And if so, like, how did you feel in that moment? What were, were your experiences? And how did you stick it out? I guess that's a really long question. But let me know if you can give us a little bit of feedback on that. Yeah. So the first thing I, I just, I can't let this go and, and reply to is the 5k month, 10k month thing. Like you guys, if someone is promising you that or has it in their bio, like, please just maybe try talking to someone else. Like I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do or bash on anybody, but like, again, people over profit impact over income. If someone's promising you money, like that's making you focus only on the money. And like, people are not credit cards. Like these are human beings that we're helping. Like it shouldn't be about trying to scale and make 5k, 10k months. It should be trying to scale and help as many people as you can. Right. So just be very um, mindful of where your intentions are. And when working with people, make sure that your intentions are the same or aligned with theirs. Right. Like that's how you're going to create true magic in yourself and in your business. So that being said, um, what to do when, when you're failing or you feel like you're falling off or you're, you're feeling disconnected. Right. I, what I do is I stop doing business things and I start doing me things. Every time that business has been going wrong, I'm like looking at, okay, what am I doing wrong here? Like I'm doing the same strategies. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And everything's the same as it was last month, but what's different? Me, right? 
Have I stopped doing the me things that I need to, to get myself aligned? Have I stopped doing some of my routines or self-care things? Have I stopped going out and connecting with other people? Because I know that I truly get lit up when I talk to people, when I have conversations, when I'm around human beings in person, like, have I stopped doing those things? And have I been just too jam packed on my laptop 12 hours a day? So I think when business is failing, a lot of us immediately try to turn to what can I fix in the business? And the question should be, what can I fix within me? Because again, your business is an extension of you. So if you aren't feeling good in the head and you're sitting here trying to make all these things work and get clients, like universe is going to be like, uh, no, like you got to fix you before you can fix other people. Right. So sometimes it's like, it's not the action that we need to take. It's the inward action, right? Not the outward action, but the inward action. And that's why I was saying earlier, like for me personally, sometimes I go in cycles. If I'm feeling really, really good, I'll go and create and do business stuff and jam out. And if I'm not feeling good, that's my sign to take some time to go inward and make sure I feel good because we should never do things from a place of not feeling good. Like maybe you have something on the schedule that day and like you got to create content, but if you're creating content and you don't feel that great, like, trust me, that content is going to be shit. Sorry. And the, <laughs> like the reflection you get from it, like you're going to end up getting like no likes. You're going to be like, what's going on? Like people can feel that energy. So take care of you and then do things when you feel good, right? Get yourself to feel good. Do things when you feel good and then business will be good. Does that kind of like lineup make sense? Yeah, no, I think that's such a great point. And that's why I'm so passionate about really helping the girls that I work with to really hone in on their mindset, their spiritual practices, because, you know, I know that there's a lot of business coaches out there that will just promise you like 20K months, 30K months. And yeah, of course, I do want to help the women that I work with to get more consistent months. Um, But it does start with that inner work. It does start with believing in yourself. And I know personally, I've had those experiences too. Like I felt like throwing in the towel, giving up and and when I was feeling down and creating things and working like 12-hour days and I was like, why is this not working? I really had to take a moment to reset myself. And the biggest thing I like to do is travel, go out in nature, do something that lights me up. It's going to look different for everyone, but I think that is so important because one thing we're not told or taught growing up in society is like to take that time for ourselves. Like how many people are in corporate jobs and like if they're not feeling well, like can they just like go home and and have like a half day? Like probably not, right? So most people are used to still working when they're in the space of feeling unaligned or feeling out of whack or feeling, you know, just not like their highest self. And it's really a thing that we do need to really focus in on and and really put ourselves first before we, you know, can do anything business strategy wise. So that's a really important point that you brought up. Yeah. It's like that, that phrase people over profit also refers to you. Like you got to take care of your people self before you bring profit into your life. So you got to do you first for sure. I totally agree. Yeah. 100%. Um, and then, yeah, did you have a moment like in your business where you kind of felt like you wanted to give up, but you kind of stuck through it? Like, what was that? Can you give us like a, yeah, like what you were going through and and how you kind of shifted out of that? Yeah, I would say in, in like moments where I wasn't getting clients, um, again, I was like, what am I doing wrong? Um, I I went in and I started, you know, checking on me and doing the me work, right? Because like I said, that's the first thing I kind of hone in on is, okay, I need to get myself in alignment. 
And then there's sometimes when you get yourself into alignment and then things still aren't working. And for me, again, that was like, okay, let me check the second part. And this means that this just isn't for me anymore. And so in the moment when I was like in this pivot and I wasn't getting clients, I would like work on me and then I try to go back and try it again. And then it just still wasn't happening. And I'm like, okay, universe, I freaking get it. Like I'm listening, like I'm letting go, you know, and then I'll kind of like try to sneak back and try it again. And then boom, no. And I'm like, all right. You know, sometimes we got to like learn the same lesson over and over and over again until we learn from it. And um, if you, if y'all are like me, like I definitely like to keep going back to things that maybe I shouldn't go back to sometimes, right? Until we learn the lesson. But I finally did. And I was like, okay, again, you can't have your foot in one and in, in the other. Like, I think if you have a plan B, which a lot of us like to do, we're taught to have a plan B, we're taught to have a backup plan, a savings, like all these different things. But if you have a plan B, you're telling the universe that you are not committed to that plan A. And if you want that plan A so freaking bad, like you got to close that door and you got to be fully committed. Again, you may be blind. You may not know where it's going to take you, but having that plan B is telling the universe, I'm not ready. And you're going to continue to get door shut in your face and quote unquote fail until you really commit. So it really is that just that trust and that stepping in. And that's what I'm currently in the space of doing is just like trusting that this next path is going to be okay. Knowing that I did have enough success in my business to financially coast me into this pivot, which I think is important too. Right. So I'm grateful that I did things the right way there. Um, But now again, it's just like trusting in this pivot, being okay with starting over and just focusing on like the excitement and the opportunity instead of like the, what, what could go wrong or the scarcity or, you know, all that little stuff that our mind likes to do. So, yeah, I love that. That's such a great example that you brought. And yeah, I'm so happy that, you know, you stepped into this pivot and you feel really good about it now. So tell us a little bit about that now, I guess, for us to kind of, yeah, close and this conversation, I would love for you to share, like, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you're offering so that the world knows? Yeah. What Sierra is putting out there. Yes. So like we've been talking about subtly over this entire podcast, travel for both of us has been so expansive and just such a huge opportunity for learning and growth. And I notice that every time I'm traveling, um, learning about different cultures, learning about different people, meeting people, like I said, having that in-person human connection, like that's what lights me up. That's what fires me up. And that's also what I feel like a lot of people don't get to experience, like especially from where I, you know, went to school and grew up, like I was one of the very, very few people that have traveled abroad. You know, I, I left America when I was 25 for the first time. Like I know people that are traveling at like 18 abroad, you know? So I think for me, it's really important to show people one, that travel is possible for anyone. It's not as, you know, scary or expensive or impossible as many of us think. And two, that travel is such a huge teacher for you and also for everyone else in the world, like the connections you make and things like that. So what I'm pivoting into is really just going full in on travel. And I've had so many people, you know, say, oh, we're in a pandemic. Like what does travel look like? And again, like we can't let fear stop us from living our freaking lives and doing what our hearts really want to do. So first note there, but second, like 
I really want to, again, help people travel, make travel more possible and also utilize retreats, which is something I've done in my coaching business before. That's why I was a travel and transform coach. Utilizing retreats as an opportunity to help people get out and travel who maybe aren't ready to do it like solo and on their own um, or just for people that want to connect with others. So I'm really leaning more towards you know, hosting retreats, um, doing bigger events, travel events and and things all around the globe. That's really just where my vision is taking me. And like I said, what really fires me up, I miss that human connection, especially after, you know, all the things that happened within the past couple of years of the pandemic, we've all been so separated, like literally separated, but also like digitally and, and with all these other things going on. So I just want to like bring people back together, create that connection again in person, but also like collectively between people. So that's kind of like the, um, the esoteric vision that I have right now. Mm, So beautiful. Yeah. I can feel that that's so much in alignment with you and you have your retreat coming up soon as well, right? Yes, I have a retreat in Tulum in literally like nine days. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. So yeah, exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's going to be so fun. Tell us a little bit about that retreat. Yeah, so this retreat is actually my first international retreat. I've hosted a few in the United States um, while I was there, but this is my first international one. And the retreat is a fear based retreat. So basically, helping people get out of their comfort zone face some of their fears, both internally and externally, and doing it in a group of women just to know that like we're not alone and we're all doing these things together. We're all kind of dealing with the same things together. Um, So yeah, women are going to be coming out here, 10 women from the US. Um, Some of them, their first time abroad. Some of them, their first time in Mexico. And we're going to be spending some time together, like I said, working through our internal fears, um, working through some external ones with some kind of uh, out of the comfort zone activities, if you will. And also just, you know, learning about the culture, the Mayan culture while we're here, having a little bit of fun, exploring Tulum. It's going to be in Tulum. Um, And yeah, just really getting people to see how powerful travel and human connection is. So I'm super excited for it. Amazing. I'm so excited for you. And yeah, I feel like we also met for a reason because I'm like also planning my retreat. And yeah, it's so, so cool that we have all of that in common. And yeah, it's just like amazing being on this, being on the similar path to you. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what comes of your retreat in Tulum as well in the next couple months. I know it's going to be so amazing. And I know that at dinner the other day, we were talking about our retreats and I know we offer both like totally different style retreats. And I think it's amazing. Like, like I said earlier, we are creators and we can create whatever we want. And both you and I are creating these retreats for women to come grow and expand in totally different ways. And I just think it's amazing that we can both facilitate that and do that and, and, all of you can too, right? You guys can come to our retreats or you could start your own retreats or your own business or whatever you want. But just remember that like we're all creators and we have that that power to do that. And, and look what happens when you put that power into play. Like look at what Karina and I are doing. Look at what other people in this world are doing and, and relight that courage within, that flame within to do it yourself. Yeah, such a beautiful statement. I think that is so powerful. Like anyone can create whatever they want. We are all creators of our own reality. We can manifest what we want. And yeah, I love that we're both manifesting generators as well. It just shows that if we put in the work, we dedicate the time, we really see our vision and we go after it, like there's no stopping that vision from happening. And the only, you know, limiting belief is you at the end of the day. 
oh yeah, we get in our ways so freaking much guys. And it's really, really important that we just stop doing that. Like I always like to say, um, when it comes to like getting in our own way or, you know, talking bad about ourselves, I always like to say like, would you talk to a friend like that? Like, would you call a friend a failure or fat or ugly or whatever those things are that we, you know, say to ourselves? Like, no. So why do we talk to ourselves like that? Why do we get in our own ways? Like, we wouldn't do that to a loved one and we definitely shouldn't do it to ourselves. And if we are, that's time for us to, you know, hold up the mirror and say, okay, what do I need to work on to get myself to this place where I'm no longer self-sabotaging myself and I'm actually like self-loving and self-hyping myself up? Mm, so important. Yes. And that's why the inner work, the mindset work is so important and never stops, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, you know, you and I, we're always doing it. This is why we always have mentors. We always have people in our corner. We surround ourselves with, with people that light us up. Like, you know, this is why we're friends and it's so important to, to really just believe in yourself at the end of the day and to check in with yourself. Like, what do I need to shift here in my perspective and my mindset so that I can help, um, you know, create the business, the life of my dreams, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And I would just say to everybody out there, like as a final kind of piece, um, of inspiration, figure out what you want and get yourself to a place of believing you can have it and then you can have it. Like it's not figure out what you want and then work, work, work and do, do, do and action, action, action until you get it. Like, no, figure out what you want and get yourself to a place where you believe you can have it, whatever that looks like, and then you'll have it. Yes. So true. Align with that vision, believe in it. And this is why like, you know, meditation, manifestation, all of that is really important. Like the true belief that you can do it, that you have the potential within you, you have that spark. Like that's all it really takes is like we all just have ideas. And it's like, are we going to believe in that idea and take action on, on it? Or are we just going to say, oh, well, you know, that could never be me, right? I'm just going to, you know, stay here because you can't visualize that for yourself, let's say. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's a muscle. Belief is a muscle. And just like we grow muscles in the gym, going and doing reps over and over, over rep, short for repetition, right? Like we need to repeat things, meditation, mantras, affirmations, manifestations, however you do your, your do right over and over and over again until the belief becomes ingrained in you and you emanate that belief, right? It's, it's part of your being. So repetition and repetition and figuring out what you want and really just like honing in and creating that belief within you is going to make everything without you mirror that. 100%. Well, I think this has been such an amazing conversation. Like we went so deep into so many topics, pivoting, um, really like, you know, fear of failure and really just having the courage to go after what you want. I think it's been such a beautiful conversation. So thank you so much for coming on today, Sierra, and for really just dropping some fire value to the audience. Like I love your energy. I love how, you know, you motivate everyone. And I think that the audience agrees as as well. So if you guys want to check Sierra out and connect with her, um, work with her, I'm going to drop her Instagram in the link in the show notes. And yeah, I just want to say again, thank you so much. Um, I'm so honored to just know you, have you as a friend, and this was so much fun. Yes. Thank you again for allowing me to come on and have this conversation with you. I'm so excited that we finally brought 
our super deep conversations to the podcast for others to hear. And I look forward to connecting with you more, Karina, obviously, and anybody else that's listening. Look forward to connecting with you guys, keeping the conversations flowing. And yes, thanks again, Karina. It's been freaking amazing. Thank you, Sierra. All right. I'll see you soon. Bye, girl. Love you. Love you. just listen to manifest magic with Karina Dharma. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you on this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss out on weekly episodes. Please share this on your IG story and tag me. I am Karina Dharma so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. If you're interested to find out more about me and how we can work together, then please visit my website, karinadharma.com. Sending you so much love and light.